Welcome back to the Peripatetic Podcast. This is the third part of the second passport series. In the first part, we talked about what passports are, defined some terms. In the second part, we talked about why you should think about a second passport. And in the third part today, we're going to talk about how to actually get a passport. And this is going to be a lot more general than I anticipated, very broad, because it's complicated is what it comes down to. The more I researched it, the more rabbit holes there are to go down. And so I'm just going to keep this very, very, very broad because according to the UN, there are 195 sovereign countries. So what that means is there's 195 different definitions and parameters for a naturalized citizen, for a national of a particular country, for a resident, for all these different like variations of what it takes to become a member of a country and whether a country allows you to get a passport if you're not a citizen or whether you have to be a resident or whether you have to be a, a temporary versus a permanent resident. So there's all these very complex uh, differences between countries and how and what it takes to get a passport there. Some countries don't even allow you to have a second passport so in, or a second citizenship. So if you get a, sec, a citizenship in a different country, you have to renounce your citizenship in the first country. So yeah, it's complicated. And basically, I'm not going to go into specific examples of specific countries today. I'm just going to tell you very broad what it takes, what are some common ways to get second citizenships. And if you're interested in this, in a particular country, to do your own research and figure out how to do it. So there is one consistency that I observed in reading accounts of people who have done this, who've acquired second passports. And that consistency is that it's slow. It takes a long time, like minimum nine months is probably the fastest I read about. Usually a year or two years. It's complex. It might involve lawyers. It might involve large payments, uh, tax, you know, you get taxes involved, which are complex in themselves. And it's, it's bureaucratic. It has to pass through a lot of hands. And usually it's a low priority for governments. So their passport or immigration offices are understaffed and corrupt and just, it's a mess. Almost any country you go to. So with all that said, there are five ways generally, that I've identified that you can gain a second passport or a second citizenship. And those five ways are, number one, marriage. If you marry a national from another country, sometimes it's as simple as just filing some paperwork, paying some application fees, and you get a passport. That's not always the case. That's usually not the case. But there are some countries where that's the case. Again, 195 different way approaches to this. So each country is different and I won't go into specifics. But the second way is through birth. If you're born on the soil of a particular country, even if your parents are from another country, then you can gain citizenship and obviously have a passport there. And there are some some cases like Brazil, where if you are the parent giving birth, then you also acquire citizenship there. So that's pretty interesting. Birth tourism, it's called. Um, the third way on my list is investment. 
if you invest in a country, and this could be buying real estate there, it could be investing in a business there, or it could be simply just paying your way in. Like um, there's some islands in the in Europe where you can just pay like a million or two million U.S. dollars, and it goes to the immigration department, to the government, and you get a citizenship. Same thing in the Caribbean and various countries around the world. Again, it's it's so hard to get into specifics when there's so many countries involved. F- fourth way is residency. If you simply live in a lot of countries, then anywhere from I've seen as short as two years and I've seen as long as 20 or 30 years or no residency yet. You can live in a country for decades and never acquire residency. It varies by country, as always. Number five on my list is through ancestry. And this is typically with... European countries and some Asian countries where just by having a parent or a grandparent or in some cases anywhere along the line having one family member who is from that country, then you can gain a citizenship and or a passport from there. And that I actually tried to go through that process with uh, Polish ancestors, me personally. Uh, my most recent European ancestors were from Poland and I went. I found this Polish passport service that has lawyers in Warsaw and they can coordinate everything. You just, you just give them information about your family tree. But it turns out I didn't meet the requirements because my particular ancestors left before Poland was an independent country in 1920. And um, therefore the, the chain was broken. And there, there were, it's more complicated than just that. But it's something to look into if you have you know German ancestry or French ancestry, whatever it may be that could be one of the easiest ways to second citizenship for most people listening to this. I apologize that I don't have more specific, actionable steps for you, which is what I was had envisioned with this show, a show titled How to Get a Second Passport. But, and it's because this all turned out to be so much more complicated than I, complex than I realized. So of those five, like, paths to second passports that I mentioned, my advice for somebody who's interested in doing this, which presumably you are because you're listening to this, is birth and marriage we can sort of ignore because obviously you can't pick where you're born, but um, I guess you could, if you're currently pregnant or planning to get pregnant, you could um, consider the birth tourism. But barring that and barring marriage, picking somebody from a country where you just are only interested in getting a second passport, that sounds like a recipe for disaster and also illegal, so I wouldn't recommend that. So my advice would be residency first. Pick a place that you like and meet the residency requirements. In Europe, this is anywhere from, I think, four years to like 10 years, depending on the country. And in Asia, like I mentioned, it could be decades. But if you like the country, I mean, that's kind of the point of it, right? Pick a country that you like being in and have the ability to stay there. That's sort of the end goal of all this. So, yeah, I would say residency would be your first pick or your first uh, path, your best path towards second passport. Second choice would be ancestry. And you don't have as much control, obviously, of where this might be. It might not be a country that you're even interested in going to, but maybe it's a strong passport. Maybe it's an EU passport. Maybe it's an Asian passport, whatever. Um, it could be one of the easiest ways in. 
or one of the most viable ways in. Uh, again, nothing's really easy when it comes to acquiring a second passport. And then the third way would be investment. And of course, this requires having money, but sometimes it's not much. Like countries like Panama or certain Caribbean islands, it's uh, a very affordable amount. Um, the downside is that it might not be as strong of a passport, but it's an option. So that is as actionable as I can really get without being super specific, as I've said a dozen times already. So some countries are notably easy to get a passport, and three on my list are Portugal, Paraguay, and Panama. So you could start looking at those if you're interested in this. And some notably difficult ones are East Asian passports, China, Korea, and Japan come to mind. Um, those are pretty much limited to heritage. You have to have ancestors from those countries. Coincidentally, those are also some of the strongest passports in the world. So yeah, it's uh, really hard to get those and very valuable if you can. Let's see. Also, Qatar and most other Middle Eastern countries, they're really difficult to get and you have to be a, a Muslim in most cases to get them. And the hardest passport to acquire in my research is Vatican City, population 800. You have to be a cardinal or the pope in order to have a passport from the Vatican City or a diplomat. But anyways, those are the most notably difficult passports to acquire. So that's it for this week's show on how to get a second passport. And it might not be the end of the series. I might do one. I might get more specific. I might do one on how to get a second passport in Europe or how to get a second passport in South America, something like that. Um, or just kind of shift it towards residency because my, I've, I've been looking at, like, for example, Mexico. If you buy land, any land, then you can get a temporary residence, which can turn into a permanent residence after a certain amount of time. And I don't know. Uh, it's a whole other rabbit hole to go down, but it's something that I might um, continue this series with. So thank you for listening. Hope you're doing well. Hope you learned something. Talk to you later.